if we tolerate not having eight players on certain positions of our team, one very sure way to sabotage and undermine the relationship with any doctor is if we allowed for and tolerated people that are not A players in the other positions in the business. So this is really important. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome back to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And we are enjoying a series, five-part series, on the associate-doctor relationship, the five-step success pathway. And this, my friends, is the fifth and final step in the journey. As we have said from the beginning, it's a system. And the system is designed to be followed. If you follow the system, the system works for you. If you don't, it backfires. We've said over and over and over, this is wicked hard. And if you can do it right, it's totally worth it. And you know what? When you do it right, it becomes a win, win, win. If not, everybody loses. And we want to make sure that you and your associate doctor, they win. So wherever you're at in the journey, first of all, if this is a new series to you and you're just tuning in today and this is your first, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to the previous four episodes. If you've been tracking with us, you're in the right place. Let's continue with our sleeves rolled up. Today, actually, we're going to have a conversation about something that Stephen Covey said, which was begin with the end in mind. Now, this might seem odd if you're going to bring somebody on to be thinking about how the relationship ends at the beginning, but it's the smartest thing you can do. Again, it maybe is a little counterintuitive, but you have to be thinking this way. You have to begin with the end in mind. And this is a really important, and we don't want to screw this one up. You want to set the relationship up for a graceful and profitable exit, whatever that looks like for everybody. So we've got to keep clarity and inspiration in front of the doctor. We have to keep that and keep in alignment. So today's episode is about not just exiting and having an exit strategy, which we'll get into a little bit here today, but we're going to picking up on, we're on the heels of the onboarding conversation, which is what we had in our previous episode, which I absolutely love that. And we talked about training and equipping. Now it's about developing, which is one key piece, optimizing and retaining. Because ideally, we have a long-term successful relationship, whatever that timeline is supposed to be. And we know that the cost of not getting this right is significant. So again, we don't want to screw this up. It's about investing in your people. Developing and retaining is about investing. It's about equipping. It goes back to the, again, expectations and agreements, what we set from the beginning for this relationship. Dr. Steven, I know that in your experiences with associate doctors, as well as my experiences, with associates and now with my experiences of working with so many doctors with their associates, the key here is actually having a vision for this as a CEO. You have to have a vision for developing and equipping, optimizing, retaining. You have to have a vision for it. So let's cast some vision here today, CEOs. Let's catch some vision here today because some of you are in the middle of, you have associates and you're listening to this and you're about to get a a little nudge in the direction of, we're going to take this relationship, we're going to optimize. So 
if you're in the CEO and you've got associates, maybe you have multiple associates or multiple clinics with multiple associates, we're about to speak into your listening right now and optimize, take it to another level. If you're kind of in the beginning journey, you haven't brought one on or you're just bringing one on, we're speaking right to you right now. So again, this is about vision for this developing and retaining of this great relationship. Here's a few words from our newest podcast sponsors. We're grateful for their support of the show. CLA has been a transformative influence in the chiropractic profession for over 25 years, creating scanning technologies that detect the impact that subluxations have on the nervous system and the power that adjustments have to unlock the healing potential. The Insight Scanning Technology that delivers a core score report brings the spine and nervous system to life so that patients can see the changes and so you can make chiropractic real to them. To learn more, visit our website, insightcla.com forward slash new patient masterclass. Become the local health expert in your community through content marketing with Leverage Media. At Leverage Media, we have the most comprehensive marketing strategy of any chiropractic marketing agency out there. Where most agencies focus on one aspect, we have a 360-degree approach. By taking a content-first approach, we help you build value in your community that drives results. Leverage Media is a full-service digital content and lead generation agency specifically for chiropractors. We're a one-stop shop for all things website, video marketing, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and more. We help chiropractors like you become the local health expert in their community through content marketing. To schedule your free strategy session, go to www.contentintopatients.com. Com. That's contentintopatients.com. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. Yeah, so many docs come to us with the questions around how to do this associate doctor thing right. So they tell us, oh, I've just hired an associate doctor. I'm thinking about hiring an associate doctor or man, I've got three associate, what have you, right? So, you know, I'll always back them up and ask them, okay, so tell me the story. <laughs> you know, it's like, like, tell, go ahead, tell me a story about this. Like, you know, what does success look like to you? And, you know, stories have three things in common, right? Dr. Pete, there's a beginning, there's a middle, and there's an end, right? So this can be a beautiful story, right? So it's like, you know, we want it to be a love story. We want them to love their associate doctor relationship. They love that dynamic, right? So stories have a beginning, they have a middle and the end. And this is, you know, if you think about like a romantic relationship, your marriage has no end, right? It's till death do we part, right? So that's a unique relationship in your life. You know, if you're a parent, you have your children, right? So that that relationship's never going to end. As a as a child, you have your parents, and that relationship it's till death do we part. These are different relationships, right? So this is a business relationships. Business relationships have a beginning, they have a middle, and then they have an end, right? So and just like with if you think about a romantic relationship, think of the sort of 
angst of like being in puppy love in the beginning or the beginning of a relationship and you're dating and you're, you're not sure what the other person's commitment level is and you're dating for a while and he or she is wondering whether he or she is in love or are they going to ask them to marry them? Are they going to say yes to the marriage proposal? Are they going to stick with me? Are they going to replace me with somebody else? Right. So are they going to be faithful? Right. There's all of this angst around a relationship. Why? Because you really don't know how this thing's going to end. Right. So there's that tension in it right? There's no room for that in a professional relationship, right? So do away with that. And you want to begin with the end in mind. You want to say, I'm going to create this business. I'm going to create this business. That's an expression of the model that I have in my mind, this vision I have in my mind, I'm going to have a business model, a practice model, and I'm actually going to be proactive setting this thing up. I know what I want to experience. I want to experience expansion and growth and abundance, or I want to create more time freedom for myself and free myself up so I can either be more of a CEO or do more marketing or do more team training. Or maybe it's, I want to spend more time with my family or take vacations without closing my practice. So we begin with this end in mind and be like, okay, so I know what I'm trying to accomplish. Let me bring in the right person and then set up their expectations, put them in a role to help manifest that vision story, right? So again, we keep going back to this idea of like having total clarity around exactly what are you trying to accomplish? What does success look like now? What does it look like ultimately? And what does it look like next? And you're bringing people in to help you manifest that, right? So beginning with this end in mind is critical. Now, here's the truth it's not a marriage, right? So it's not like, man, we're married. That's it, right? So you're literally saying, here's the end that I have in mind, possibly, right? So we have a program called the Next Program, which actually outlines 10 tracks for success for chiropractors, right? So if you had a picture this, like, there's more than that, but we have 10 tracks that we discuss that are like, there's 10 different ways to be successful as a chiropractor today, right? So you might say, you know what, I'm going to set up something that's going to be, I want a wingman that stays with me forever, right? So I want them to come into the office and never leave. Okay, great. Or maybe it's, I'm going to bring somebody in that's going to be my successor. They're going to take over. They're going to buy me out. Okay, great. Or maybe it's, I'm going to have somebody come in and I'm going to have a plant to purchase opportunity for them, where I'm going to plant them in a remote clinic. That's their exit strategy. They're going to buy that clinic from me in three years for 350,000 bucks or whatever. However, that plant to purchase is going to go, or maybe it's going to be a plant to partner where I'm bringing a person in, vet them, train them, and I'm going to plant them and I'm going to partner with them in that remote clinic, et cetera. There's 10 different tracks to success that we advocate for. But what's so critical is you get the right person for the right model so that they'll thrive in that model, so to speak. So that's a bit outside the scope of this conversation, but I want everybody to recognize that there are these different pathways to success. You, there's 50 ways to skin this cat. So you just want to know from the beginning, which ways would you consider, right? To be able to say, yeah, you know what? I'd bring a doctor in right now where I am in my career, where I am as the owner, as the hiring doctor, I could see over the next, I'm going to be in practice for another 10 years, 15 years, whatever it is, two years, that's going to shape this exit for you, right? So I'd be able to say, oh yeah, I've got another 15 year run in front of me. I would really love to have somebody first come in and support me and be my wingman. Maybe I'll have two of those, right? So I, I think I'm going to bring in a couple of caregiver associate doctors. Then I'll bring in a business builder so I can start peeling back. Or maybe I'm going to bring in a business builder to do a plant to partner, right? So you can see all these different combinations. You just need to know exactly what are you trying to accomplish before you start really hiring people. And you'd say, you know what? Those are the three tracks, for example, that I would consider. And then I hire accordingly. 
and we groom that person for those tracks, right? We set up the relationship and it's a conversation we start from the beginning with the associate doctor. And it might sound something like this, Dr. Pete, please don't mistake this as a job offer. I'm not saying this is what we're doing contractually. What I'm saying is this is what I'm going to be doing as a business. In the future, I'm going to be doing, for example, I'm going to have a pumpkin patch of clinics around me. I want to have five clinics 10 years from now. And I would love to put you on that pathway. Is that exciting to you? Is that interesting to you? And of course, you should know the answer to that question before you even ask that question, right? Because you just hired this person to fill that role. You start painting a vision story for them. You start painting a picture and you lay that out there in front of them so they can see their own pathway, their own runway to success. I love this. I love that there's so many different ways to do it. And there's so many ways that can be right. The key to getting it right is getting the right person into the right situation, right? So if this is the key, so that starts with you, obviously. Starts with you having clarity on what is it that you want to accomplish. So again, we go back to that. And then once you have that, then you can go out into the marketplace and you can look and say, all right, this is what I want to accomplish. Is anybody out there available that wants that for themselves? And then that becomes the marriage, so to speak, using that word. But so now you come together. So I want to talk about this concept of A players, Dr. Stephen, because we talk about developing and retaining. The last thing we want to do is, number one, we want to hire A players. But there's a big piece. I think we talked about this in one of the previous episodes that it's one of the characteristics of an A player is they actually want to be trained. They want to be developed. They want to do that. I'll also say another characteristic of an A player. They want to work with other A players. So if if we tolerate not having A players on certain positions of our team, one very sure way to sabotage and undermine the relationship with any doctor is if we allowed for and tolerated people that are not A players in the other positions in the business. So this is really important. So I want to talk about two things, Dr. Steven, scalability and durability, and kind of differentiating those two things when it comes to this idea of you know keeping A players and really just... Okay, because we know the cost of losing a player is significant. So scalability really comes in when we talk through the expectations and agreements. We talked about giving a team member a scorecard with KPIs. We take the specific responsibilities and we can measure them. That's what a KPI is. A KPI is a responsibility that has a measurable, which has an outcome, a goal that we can achieve by doing specific action steps. And then we train on those action steps. We have accountability to the outcome. We have accountability to the actions that drive the outcome based on the responsibility of my role. So that creates scalability. So now I use my money. I invest in someone who's able to do the work that I could do. If you're looking at an associate and you're a chiropractor, you could do that work, but I'm going to buy with my money, your time, your energy, and your focus to do this work that I needed to do. And that's the work that needs to be done. So the scorecard in KPIs actually gives this person a clear expectation on what is it that my role is entails, what am I responsible for, what does success look like here, and when you do that well, you've created some level of scalability, which means I can give more, I can love more, serve more, make a bigger impact, but it's not all dependent on me. Durability, I don't think durability comes in unless you have an A player. I think the A player differentiation factor really is that durability, which says that even in my absence, even in your absence, you're able to do that. You're able to accomplish a bigger impact, a bigger income, even in your absence. And this comes down to development 
of your people. This comes back to developing a mastery in all things of the business, the you know four domains, but specifically the three areas of attraction, conversion, and retention. So scalability and durability. I think scalability, Dr. Steven, we found a lot of doctors who we work with are scaling. They might not be scaling well, but they're in scale because they have an associate doctor. But durability is a world of difference. There's a big bridge between scalability and durability. There's a big gap. And that comes back to this. It comes back to training and developing and equipping and retaining A players. So it's meaning the criteria of an A player. So what are the characteristics? What are the attributes, Dr. Steven, in your experience? Like if I said, Dr. Steven, what does an A player look like? What does it sound like? For an associate, regardless of, like you said, whether it's a wingman or it's a, a plant to partner or a plant to purchase, how would you describe? Because there are certain characteristics, I think, across the board that we say that a associate doctor possesses that we define as an A player. Okay, let's take a quick break and talk about Cairo Matchmakers. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Cairo Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. Genesis Chiropractic Software and Billing Network harnesses artificial intelligence and automation to improve collections, patient retention, compliance, and staff efficiency. Being in the cloud for over 16 years allows Genesis to take advantage of artificial intelligence, provides the practice with a more accessible and secure system, allows for more seamless integrations with other technologies, and ensures you will always have access to the latest technology available on the market. Genesis Single Point Management harnesses AI and workflow automation in order to optimize the overall patient experience. For the practices that use Genesis Single Point Management as compared to all other systems, they see an increase in revenue, cash, and insurance of 62%, patient retention, 26%, compliance, 32%, and 33% more staff efficiency. To schedule a risk-free demo, go to www.genesischiropracticsoftware.com. That's genesischiropracticsoftware.com. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. So this is the most subjective of all of these, Dr. Pete, right? So when we talk about somebody who is an A player, this is truly a subjective assessment. It's really around observing somebody and their attitude typically and their performance and outcomes that you're seeing. So you're assessing a person as to how their attitude is around a a given situation how they commit themselves and the consistency and the quality of their behaviors. And of course, the outcomes that they achieve, right? So I know a lot of that sounds really high level and nebulous, but the one way to make it 
more objective is to create an assessment process around it, right? So we have a we have an A player assessment form that we use actually that typically the way you do is the leadership team, like the CEO and the COO will do an A player assessment on different players. That's something that we could give away. I think that that'd be useful, you know, so that's a great giveaway for today's show. So we don't go down a rabbit hole on that. We have a training around that. We have a, an actual tool that we use. When two people come together on the leadership team and you go you know, in your separate corners, you assess a person, you come back and you compare your notes. It just became much more objective, right? So, but from a more useful level, an A player, they love clarity. Like you said, they want to know what does a win look like? What is my role? What are my responsibilities? And exactly what does a win look like? They love to be trained and equipped in the behaviors that they're responsible for. So what activities am I responsible for? Train me, equip me, and develop me so I can be excellent at what I'm doing, right? And then they love to know what their goals are. So we're here. We want to be there. A players really respond well to that. They, they're energized by that. B players, C players, D players, they might be drained by that, right? So they like to make up stories and excuses and do, you know, finger pointing in every direction. Those are symptoms of B players, C players, D players, and F players, right? So A players are like, bring it on. Give me that goal. I'm going to smash it, right? And then, of course, they love to be held accountable. We all do. A players love to be hold, held accountable. We always say people pay you for your expertise, but they pay you for accountability. Your A players will love to be held accountable. So these are all the signs and symptoms of you've got an A player on your hands. And I just want to double back to something that you said that was really important. A players want to be around other players and they won't tolerate an environment filled with B and C players and you'll lose them. And Dr. Pete, this is a scary thing, right? So as we're trying to create scalability, scalability means that you can do more, give more, love more, serve more, make a bigger impact and a bigger income, but it doesn't have to be done by you. You're leveraging other people, right? So you need those other people to be able to leverage them. Of course, if you're going to be leveraging other people, you want them to be A players. So the quality of the work is there. The predictability and consistency of the work is there. And you're trusting A players to do A work for you because they represent you. You're using your money to buy their time, energy, and focus so they can do the things, even though you could do them, it's freeing up your time, energy, and focus so you could do things that are the highest and greatest use of your time, right? So you've got to be able to justify, I'm going to use my money to buy their time, to free up my time so that I can do things with that time that I feel great about, be the CEO, do more marketing, spend more time with my family, et cetera. The durability component of that you know, if, if scalability is about growth, durability is about freedom, right? So scalability is about growth, whether that's growth and impact or growth and income or abundance, purpose, mission, durability is about freedom and peace of mind, right? So time, freedom, and peace of mind that comes with durability, that means that these things can happen. You can do more, give more, love more, serve more, make a bigger impact and a bigger income, even in your absence, right? This absolutely requires an A player for it to be sustainable, right? So you want to keep your A players. You don't want to lose your A players. So there's a compound effect if you let or tolerate B's players and C players stay in your team, because not only are you suffering under the B player and the C player and their roles and responsibilities going sideways, or at least underperforming, you're going to lose your A players because A players won't stick around, right? So, you know, I love the very scary statistic that hiring the wrong person will cost you three times their salary every year, right? So, 
the scarier statistic is that losing the right person, losing the A player will cost you at least five times their salary every year. Dr. Pete, that should be a very scary statistic to our chiropractors doing the math in their heads right now. Yeah. I mean, one of the phrases I always say, I don't remember where I first heard it, is count the cost. Well, how do you count the cost? And that's usually a statement that I'll make to somebody before they make a decision. So thinking through what you just said, Dr. Steven, about the 3X, the 5X, this is a really important, this is why this is number five. This is step five. And we're having a conversation about something that is like really pre-step one, right? It's that step one stage of getting clarity is really thinking through, okay, what is the cost? What's the cost of this? What will be the cost if I do it right or if I don't do it right? What will be the cost? Counting the cost and recognizing that if you do this right, that there is a potential for, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20x ROI. You do it right. If you don't do it right and you say you hire the wrong person or you lose the right person, you're looking at three. Dr. Stephen, you and I were talking about it. Top grading, of course, is, is one of our resources where we get some of this data, but it's even more. They've said now, you were sharing with me, it's even more than 3% or three times. It's up to 15 times for especially higher level players on the team. So, I mean, just think about that. I mean, I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't like losing money. Definitely don't like wasting it. I definitely don't like being you know, on the losing short end of the stick, so to speak. But the thing is, you're talking about, guys, your brand in your community, your reputation, you're looking at the rest of your team. If we don't get this right, this could affect who you have on your team moving forward. You could have had some A players. You tolerated somebody who's not was an A player. You lose a couple other A players who maybe aren't doc staff, but other team members. I mean, there's all sorts of costs. That's why they're, yeah. they're talking about the cost is count the cost. You've worked yeah. so hard to build and you develop your current team that you have. Yeah, you got to get this thing right. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? So yeah, it's not millions of dollars, right? So especially if you take a three-year view of your business, which is exactly what you need to do when you're considering an associate doctor, you need to take a three-year view of your business, right? Every time I like to say, when you bring on an associate doctor, it's like buying a business. You know, that first year, you know, it's going to cost you money. The second year, you should be making money. The third year, you should make really good money, right? So when you do this right, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars if not millions of dollars and definitely millions over the years, right? To, so although this is really difficult, the juice is worth the squeeze. And you know, I don't want people to be afraid of this, right? But I want you to be going into this with eyes wide open and to recognize that there is art and a science to doing this properly, right? So, and you're not alone. You know, we're not going to leave you alone on this. If you need help with this, we would love to help you with it, right? So this is what we do all day, every day, right? So we've done this thousands of times. We will help you do this right and get it right. If you want to jump on a call with us and explore that and talk that down, we'll put a link in the show notes down below. Just jump on a call with us. Let's talk it out. Let's talk it through. We would love to come alongside you so you don't have to do this on your own. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic, and what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. 
Now go and be remarkable.